inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. Desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified that Trump cannot run again. Because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not. Which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hey, hey, welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program to all you folks listening on the Wendy Bell Radio podcast. Thanks for that. More than one and a half million of you have downloaded our podcast onto your device so you can listen to us later. Thank you so much. Wherever you get your favorite listening material, Wendy Bell Radio. Download, like, follow, share, five-star review, comments. We love all of it. Do, 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 do. This just in. Maryland Senator Ben Cardin says he's furious <laughs> that his aide allegedly allegedly recorded himself having sex in a Senate hearing room. <laughs> I'm just going to say that again. Top story, AOL.com. Doot, doot, doot. Maryland Senator Ben Cardin says he's furious that his aide allegedly recorded. There's no allegedly, bro. Did you see it? I mean, I can't unsee it. Thanks for that, dirtbag. <sighs> right? So I think we should review right now. With that percolating in my mind and the image that I can't scrape out of my skull, I want you to think them in your mind. Think about all the things that these people have accused Donald Trump of being. Donald Trump, the dot, dot, dot. What are some things we could say? Donald Trump, the Russian asset, right? He was colluding with Alpha Bank and he did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dossier said it. It's got to be true, right? Donald Trump, the insurrectionist, the rebellion starter. Donald Trump, the election denier, the rapist. The rapist, Donald Trump, the rapist. That is where we're going. That is where they've gone. E. Jean Carroll, he raped me. I've never known that woman in my life. She's not my type. Oh! Donald Trump, the misogynist, the racist, the homophobe, the dictator. Donald Trump, the corrupt businessman. Donald Trump, the domestic terrorist, the classified documents thief. The white supremacist, the tyrant. 
Donald Trump, the dictator, yes, the authoritarian, the nationalist, the MAGA extremist, the corporate fraudster. Donald Trump is Hitler? Well, I guess. I guess that's where you got to go when you've used up everything else. What else can they say? Well, they can't say he's a pedophile. They can't say he drinks or does drugs because he doesn't. They can't say that to our knowledge that he's a spousal abuser, that he hurt his children. They can't say any of that stuff. So he's Hitler. Are you out of your mind? Of course they are. They're totally out of their mind. So this is completely in keeping with what we would expect the talking points of the left to be. And who do you give said talking points to? Well, you've got a handful of folks. You've got your politicos, your axios, your, you know, your vanity fair. You've got your, your print and online places of suck. Then you've got, of course, MSNBC, CNN, Washington Post, blah, 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 right? CNN picked up the ball. Yesterday, dutifully, they're carrying it. They're trying. They're trudging. They're running through oatmeal. And, and this is what we had to break this into three different pieces. OK, this is the new talking point. Donald Trump. The white supremacist stoking fear over these millions of people coming across our border. He's a white nationalist. He doesn't like people who aren't from here. Donald Trump is extreme. Listen to audio soundbite number one, because it's just getting started. During a recent campaign stops in New Hampshire and Nevada, former President Donald Trump stoked fears about undocumented immigrants <laughs> coming across the U.S.-Mexico border. Par for the course, since the day he rode down the escalator and declared himself <laughs> a candidate for president back in 2015. But the themes and choices of his words this weekend are significant. The former president again repeating language that echoes white supremacists. Trump saying that illegal immigration is poisoning the blood of our country. And on Sunday, that migrants are invading from foreign prisons and mental institutions. Suffice to say, he offered no proof for any of that. <laughs> Among others, former New Jersey governor and Trump GOP rival Chris Christie called Trump disgusting and his words dog whistling. The Biden campaign, meantime, responded to those poisoning comments saying that <laughs> Donald Trump parroted Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel I, I want to be cold. I want to be mean. I want to be heartless. I want to be one of those crazy people who just say crazy things and just not care. I feel for these people. I, I, I do. They live in a world that I do not envy. They are incapable of stepping back and seeing how they have been manipulated. They, they can't do it. And they are not allowed to do it because they work for companies whose management, whose leadership, whose ownership pushes exactly this. Trump is Adolf Hitler. Trump has stoked fears, par for the course. His themes and his choices of words. We're going to go and we're going to now take chunks of his words and we're going to put them in that Wayback Machine Google thing and we're going to see, well, who has popped up saying these things? Do you think it's offensive to say that immigrants coming across our border are, are basically diluting the blood of America? 
Because he's exactly right. That's not a racist thing. These are not people coming across the border, ladies and gentlemen, carrying American flags. These are not people who are holding up above their hands or above their heads to keep dry as they go across the Rio Grande pocket U.S. constitutions, right? They might have a pack of smokes and a cell phone so they think it contact whomever the NGO is that you're paying for that's going to transport them into the interior. These are not people who care about our history. These are not people who care about our future. These are people who are coming across illegally to, I guess, realize the American dream. And the guy continues, but wait a minute. This isn't just Donald Trump, the nationalist. He's parroting Mein Kampf. What? Cow. Is that a fair comparison? Let's dig deeper. About 15 years before he systematically murdered millions of people, Hitler put that phrase in Mein Kampf, quote, great civilizations died out as a result of contamination of the blood, calling it a poison to the national bloodstream and infecting public life. Hitler was warning about German blood being, as he described it, poisoned by Jews. At his prior event in New Hampshire last month, Trump also used the word vermin to describe his political rivals comments that were condemned by president biden as well as language you heard in nazi germany oh god really really this is where we are i don't know if there's a basement below the bottom of the barrel because they're scraping at hardcore right now friends and he continues hitler came to power pounding the idea that the German government was being overrun by Marxists. <laughs> oh, it's sort of like what's going on here now. Let's go. go. Number three. Hitler's Nazi party came to power partly by pounding the idea that the German government was being overrun by Marxists, something that Trump has suggested now <laughs> is happening in the United States for years. Yeah. When he wrote about rooting out Marxists and Jews, Hitler wrote, quote, There was time enough at home at least to exterminate this vermin. The Trump campaign did respond to criticism over his speech this weekend, saying that Trump's speech was great. They previously (laughs) shot down that vermin comparison this way. Those who try to make that ridiculous assertion are clearly snowflakes grasping for anything because they are suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. And they added this. Their sad, miserable existence will be crushed when President Trump returns to the White House. An interesting choice of words there. Oh, interesting choice of words there, CNN anchor guy. Oh, Trump's people saying, hey, we thought this speech was fantastic. It was perfect. It was like our phone call with Zelensky. Mwah, it was perfect. How perfect? Well, here, read for it yourself. Ah! You, can, you can smell the fear, right? Adolf Hitler, Mein Kampf. This is, this is Donald Trump. And now, wait a minute. Before, When we come back, I've got to play for you this audio soundbite. We wonder why higher education is not valuable anymore. Because of people like this history professor who appears on MSNBC to take the Trump is Adolf Hitler storyline even further. His little pearl of wisdom for you coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So MSNBC with the Hitler comparison. So everybody understands the gravity of the situation. If you're just joining us here on the Wendy Bell Radio program, first of all, welcome. Secondly, what we're discussing is this desperate new push 
And it's not necessarily new. It's just getting some life breathed into it. Donald Trump is Hitler. Donald Trump sees the world like Hitler saw the world. Donald Trump thinks people coming in from foreign countries crossing our border, seeing them sullying the blood of America, calling his political foes vermin, somehow equates to Donald Trump is Hitler, admires him, wants to be him, is reading his book right now, in fact. Didn't you know Mein Kampf is right next to his bed? It's on his nightstand. Well, how could we possibly know that? We couldn't, but apparently some hack history professor from Rice University does. Look, these are the people who give higher education a terrible name. His name is Douglas Brinkley. He's on MSNBC. The news babe is, oh, we need to talk to you about this. It's, it's real. It's really serious. Professor Brinkley, jump in here and weigh in on this for us. <laughs> Listen to what can only be, I guess, explained as high school theater for you. There you go. Listen. Hours, Douglas, after making these remarks, the former president um, doubled down and wrote a post saying this. Illegal immigration is poisoning the blood of our nation. As I mentioned, President Biden and the White House are comparing this to the words of Adolf Hitler and specifically the words that were written in. Mein Kampf. And I want to read for folks the comparison that we see within Mein Kampf so they understand the gravity of this situation. Uh. The poison which has invaded the national body, especially the strong influx of foreign blood. That is from Mein Kampf. As a historian, Doug, Hmm. what did you hear as a historian in the former president's remarks? Fantastic. I heard a former president who is um, jiving on fascism. There's no question about that being a line from Mein Kampf. He knows it. Uh, He's been dabbling in Adolf Hitler his whole life, Uh, keeps Hitler's speeches at a bedside. Uh, uh, Mein Kampf seems to be the book that's inspired Trump the most. So it's heinous uh, because it's it's the kind of language meant to belittle people, dehumanize them. Hurt them. Uh, And when we're not making a an anti-trump comment when we're saying he is a fascist guys that really we're dealing with a a fight in our country between democracy and fascism and trump's telling you that he's not he doesn't really mind the hitler comparison because at heart he admires hitler that's exactly right he knows donald trump i'm sure they're intimately connected he's a fascist it's not an anti-donald trump thing to say oh Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was really nice for you to say that. What you have here is Donald Trump, the fascist. No, um, Douglas Brinkley. What you have here is Donald Trump up 50 plus in the polls. (laughs) What we have is Donald Trump destroying everybody else. And what we have is you obviously sharing with us your fear. Oh, no. The end is near. This is a good update. You deserve it. 450 sorority sisters supporting Wyoming sisters objecting to transgender member forced on their house. Is there pushback? Is it actually happening now? It is. So you remember the story, Kappa Gamma House, Kappa Kappa Gammas. The sisters there were like, yo, this is a big dude. He's like 240 pounds. He walks around visibly aroused. Our national chapter said, no, 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 he identifies as a woman. And so he can live with you guys at the house. 
two women who've been active in the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority for 50 years. These ladies are in their 70s, right? They get sacked from the national scene because they have the audacity to be like, Houston, what are we doing here? Because that's wrong. Away with you. You homophobe transphobes. Well, now 405. Kappa Gamma, Kappa Kappa Gamma sisters are saying, uh, buzz off. They've gotten out of the pool. They're not swimming with Leah Thomas anymore. This is all we've been saying. Get out of the damn pool. Don't put yourself in the position to be around this ridiculousity. This is wonderful news. More than 450 Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority sisters filed an argument this week. Backing six of their sisters in their appeal against the sorority over its induction of a transgender member of the University of Wyoming chapter. Nonprofit feminist organization Women's Liberation Front filed its own argument in support of the women on Monday. What? Oh my gosh, the women's libbers have come back to life. They were in their hyperbaric chambers. Bzzz. We do not hear you. We see nothing. We put away our vagina hats. We are not protesting anymore. Now, all of a sudden, well, sounds like these 450 gals are doing something. Maybe we should jump in too. Why does it take so long to stand up and do the right thing? Hey, you, 240-pound dude with a penis, get out of my sorority. It, It ought not take this. It should not take this long to litigate sanity or insanity. But here we are. All right. Do not go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We are so packed. So they, the FBI arrests a nurse who wandered through the Capitol three years ago. But the border, ah, come on in. Does this make sense to you? Well, it makes sense to the left. We're going to talk about it in detail. Moments away on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Uh, article on the Gateway Pundit that I could not agree with anymore. It is absolutely wicked. It is wrong. They know it's wrong. Can you imagine how compromised you must be as a human being to knowingly hurt other people? To, to knowingly accuse someone, say, Brandon Straka, as we spoke about at the beginning of the program, an influencer, an actor, a guy who, who dared to walk away from the Democrat Party. Because, you know, the Democrat Party has dibs on all people who are gay, who are black, who check every single box, etc. That's what they think, of course. You're not allowed to think for yourself. You're not allowed to take action, to be an independent purveyor of facts, to vote accordingly and to speak accordingly. How compromised must you be? How much have you already sold out to the darkness to willingly testify that January 6th was an insurrection? To claim to not know the details that you're going to hear in just a moment from Clay Higgins, representative, sitting down with Laura Logan. I don't, I, 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 I shudder to think at the feelings inside. And I suspect, though, with no proof, 
that is why we have seen a spate of Capitol Police officers taking their own lives. At some point, the conflict inside. You don't close your eyes and have it go away when you go to bed. Chris Ray's FBI arrests a nurse from Maine. A nurse, a nurse from Maine. What did she do? Well, she walked through an open door at the U.S. Capitol nearly three years ago. And they've arrested her for it. Your Department of Justice is not interested in justice. Your Department of Justice is interested in revenge. Everything that they say Donald Trump is going to do, every dictatorial, tyrannical overreach is what they are doing and have been for years. And if you're paying attention, that comes as no surprise. Chris Ray's FBI continues to harass and abuse the American public. Over the weekend, the FBI arrested Kimberly Sylvester, a Maine nurse. What did she do? Well, she walked into the U.S. Capitol through an open door and left the building less than an hour later. Ray used FBI assets to stalk her and to arrest her last Wednesday. Sylvester was filmed inside the U.S. Capitol January 6th. No signs up warning the main nurse that she was trespassing. It was all set up. Of course. We now know that the FBI had busloads of assets there that day. They showed up at 5 in the morning. They showed up in ghost buses with no markings. You know, those buses have license numbers on them. It's a Department of Transportation thing. There were no markings on those buses. As it was all dudes. All dudes who looked an awful lot like the guys. All dressed alike. Who were apparently Republicans. You know, carrying American flags, wearing the khakis. The knee pads, the same clothes. Sort of same story. It wasn't families. It wasn't people who were excited to hear President Trump. It was young, fit dudes. Sort of like the people walking across the border right now, huh? A well-organized and well-planned setup. WABI-TV reporting the FBI has arrested a registered nurse from Auburn, Maine for her alleged role in the January 6th Capitol riot. What did she do? It has to be awful. According to court records, authorities first identified Kimberly, Kimberly Sylvester through her cell phone. Oh, isn't that swell? Geolocating. Don't believe it when it's 2,000 mules. That couldn't possibly be the same person dropping off ballots 52 times a day at the same freaking box for 35 days. That's a lie. But this lady, haha, we got her. Hopefully she didn't use her Bank of America credit card while she was there as well. So they used her cell phone, which was in service in the interior of the United States Capitol building January 6th. In December of 2021, FBI agents say they interviewed Sylvester. She allegedly told authorities she was inside. She went through an open door. Court documents say she admitted walking through various rooms. She saw others pushing and shoving on a door. She alleged that was when she realized she thought she probably shouldn't be there. 
and told a Capitol Police officer she wanted to get out. According to court documents, she said the officer helped her out of the building. She noted to authorities she was not involved in any rioting, theft or destruction of any kind. Court documents note footage. On January 6th, captured her, entered the building and the Senate wing door, blah, blah, blah. Alarm was going off, yada, yada, yada. There's your story. Arrested. Woo, 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 woo. Hey, Mrs. Sylvester, get in the car. Well, what did I do? If we need to tell you that you're way guiltier than we thought. I walked through a door. Well, get ready to lose your life and your reputation over that. So while that's going on, Laura Logan is sitting down with Representative Clay Higgins, the congressman who actually dropped the video in a congressional hearing with freaking Christopher Ray, where he was like, Mr. Ray, what are these two white buses doing parking at the Capitol complex uh, 5 a.m. the morning of January 6th? Nothing was going to happen until late morning, early afternoon, 5 a.m. All these dudes hopping out. Where'd they go? I don't know. I can't. Well, still, Clay Higgins tells Laura Logan he's got proof. It was not only an inside job. It was absolutely a setup. And he says he has seen the video to prove it. Audio soundbite number one. He says this. Donald Trump was still speaking over the ellipse. Over at the Ellipse, he was still speaking that day. But on Capitol Police surveillance cameras, we see men dressed as Trump supporters milling around inside the Capitol. And when the speech at the Ellipse was over, those men were waving people from outside in. The door was open. People are outside looking in. Some dude with a MAGA hat saying, come on in. Come in. Listen to audio soundbite one. So any reasonable man would come to the conclusion when you have videos of the doors being opened and police officers allowing Trump supporters that had gathered at the door to now enter. No violence. Just walking in. Just come on in. Some fist bumps and and. Come in a second set of doors open, and then there's a group of Trump supporters on the steps, the interior steps, saying, come on, this way, this way. What is that? Any tell reasonable you? man would look at that and say this was a coordinated effort by law enforcement to have these people come in. So who was that? It had to be, you know, I think it's nefarious forces and part of the whole agenda of the of, of the FBI with their involvement of this whole thing. They weren't involved. They had nothing to do with it. Right. He goes on. Look, you guys haven't seen video. I've seen video. And Laura says, when's this video going to be released? Hey, Speaker Johnson, you paying attention? Let's go. And, and Clay Higgins says this. Look, I've seen video from inside the Capitol. You have dudes who look like they're D.C. Metro police officers or Capitol police officers. They're in uniform. The camera is on the hallway outside whatever in the inner sanctum of, of the Capitol building. They walk into a room and come out dressed as Trump supporters. Say so what? Go. We have other evidence, specific observations of police officers, Capitol police or Metro or both entering rooms 
and here in the Capitol in uniform and coming out as Trump supporters and construction workers. So, You've seen that? Yeah, so... Why has that video not been released would, yet? One would say that's a pretty good clue. I wish you would answer that question. Why is that video not being released yet? Show us. That's the video. Here I am, police officer. Pretty sure we all know what a police officer looks like. I've got my vest. I've got my gun. I'm wearing a uniform. I've got handcuffs. I probably have pepper spray. I probably have the, the, the uniform shoes or boots. Some kind of a hat. I'm walking into a room. I close the door. Camera is trained on the hallway. Moments later, I come out and I'm wearing a Trump hat. Maybe I've got a Carhartt jacket on just to make it look real. Maybe if I'm really into this, I've got a flag scarf on. Show the video. Show the video. Story is over at that point. Do not tell us it wasn't an inside job. Long ago, we stopped believing you people. Audio soundbite number three. He's going to talk about, going to talk about how complex it is to get around. These protesters wouldn't have just meandered. They needed tour guides to show them where to, where to go. Insiders, cops, go. The other reason that we believe it's just practical to have someone that knows how to get around. I mean, you know yourself, you can't walk around this place and know where you're going. You have to be here for years and the years. The capital is a maze. That's right, and it's incredibly difficult to get around. You have to know where you're going. So you had to have people that, that were very familiar with the, the capital itself in order to lead some random groups of citizens that have come from every corner of the country in many cases, never been to D.C. before, much less walked around in the Capitol. So it, it just makes sense that the Trump supporters that were leading the way and were clearly already inside the Capitol before the doors were open were working in coordination with the FBI agents and assets that were embedded into the crowd. In some cases, in these groups had been embedded for months this is ugly stuff we're discussing, but the American people deserve to know the truth, and I intend to see that it happens. It feels very reasonable that I could say this. We had more people, law enforcement officials, on January 6th actively ensnaring citizens in a setup than we have currently on the border arresting millions of migrants coming across. You think I'm joking about this? We're not. An absolutely speechless report from the border at Lukeville, Arizona, hotbed of a complete meltdown in the system. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. All right, so they're going after the people who wandered through the Capitol on January 6th, but they're doing nothing to stop the migrants, the millions of them walking across our open border. Reporter Bill Malusian has been all over this for years now, and he's reporting from Lukeville, Arizona. This is all purposeful. Cloward Piven. We talked about it yesterday. The strategy, you need a flood of humanity. You need mass migration to overload the welfare system 
so that the system crashes, that the government then swoops in on a white horse, saves the day, and when everybody else is reeling, installs a new kind of government that is socialist, communist, suckist, right? Well, you're watching it happen. And Lukeville, Arizona is one of the nuclei of said debauchery and debacle, all right? Massive numbers. And it's very specific people. Audio soundbite number one, listen. I can tell you we have not yet seen any National Guard down here in Lukeville. What we have seen are more mass illegal crossings and more mass processing taking place. We'll step out and give you a look at the scene here. This is a temporary outdoor area that Border Patrol has set up here to process these illegal immigrants. You can see family units as well as single adult men who have come in from all over the world here uh, getting processed, getting ready to get put on a Border Patrol bus where many of them will be released and likely heading to a city near you in the coming days. And we'll show you what's been happening out here. Take a look at this video we shot yesterday afternoon right here in Lukeville. Another mass incursion through a breach in the border wall. We were showing this a couple weeks ago as well. Hundreds of people pouring through the breaches in the border wall, crossing illegally. A lot of them single adults, as I mentioned, coming in from all over the world. And this group you're looking at here, there were adult men from Congo, Guinea, Senegal, others from Colombia and Ecuador. And Harris, listen to these numbers. Just in this Tucson, Arizona sector in the last three weeks alone, Border Patrol says they've arrested more than 54,000 illegal immigrants, and that does not count the Godaway. Do you think that muddies the bloodline a lot? Is that an offensive commentary to you? Is what Donald Trump said offensive to you, or is it absolutely correct? America is, is going to lose its identity. These lunatics in the Uniparty already want to erase the history of us, of this country. They want to remove vestiges of it. They want to rewrite the history lessons in school and talk about stupid things like the 1619 Project and teach kids that it's not who they are or what they believe, how they work hard and what they dream to do that matters. It's what they look like. And if they're black, they're a victim. If they're white, they're an oppressor. And somewhere in that whole cluster ball, our kids are supposed to have Productive upbringings? Are you out of your mind? This is all, of course, scripted. Audio soundbite number two, though. This is the thing that kills me. So this mass of humanity, which is requested, and it's necessary for Cloward Piven to overrun the system. This is necessary by the Biden administration, advocated by them, allowed by them. They have to shut down a bridge. Two bridges. International railway commerce from Mexico into the United States, carrying cars, carrying grain, carrying produce, shutting it down. Why? Because the Border Patrol needs the agents who manage that to help them be the travel agents of those at different checkpoints. Listen. Take a live look at our Fox News drone over in Eagle Pass. They have had another mass illegal crossing out there. You can see hundreds upon hundreds of illegal immigrants waiting for processing there. You might be able to see a bridge off in the background. That is where the trains come in. Well, CBP has announced they are suspending railway operations to move CBP officers down into the field to help Border Patrol with processing. In other words, Harris, they're shutting down international commerce in order to help speed up 
processing of these migrants. Many of them, again, will be released. And back out here live, mm -hmm. December is traditionally one of the slowest months at our southern border. But uh, the Border Patrol Union tells us right now their numbers show they are on track to potentially have the highest single month of arrest they have ever had at our southern border. We'll so think about this. We're going to take border agents off the bridge. We're going to shut down those bridges. Supplies will not go through. Union Pacific losing its mind over this. They have to embargo customer goods now on more than 60 trains. Nearly 10,000 rail cars are now being held on both sides of the border. Because of this genius move, roughly 45% of all the rail cars moving to and from Mexico cross through El Paso and Eagle Pass. There isn't enough capacity at the other four gateways to reroute them. Agricultural products, including grain, held in six Midwest states, by the way. Food and beverages, including beer and dry food products. Automotive products, including finished vehicles and parts, consumer goods, industrial commodities, including metals and cement. Not going anywhere. So you're going to overload the system, crash the system. You're going to effectively halt international commerce. What's the end result going to be? Total chaos. That is the point. All of this is the point. The destruction of America from within. And see, when the states realize they don't have the funding to accommodate these people, there's nowhere for them to go. And then they start kicking veterans out of their assisted living facilities. So that migrant families can move in. You guys cool with that? As the number of homeless Americans reach, reaches an historic all-time high. This year, 70,000 more U.S. citizens are on the street. Sleeping without shelter. In the United States of America, one of the richest places on planet Earth. And you don't want to tell me this is the great replacement theory? Right in front of your eyes, cheap labor, cheap labor, outsourcing, you replacing, you kicking you out. See you later, but hopefully you got the jab. All right, hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program is on tap. Well, we're going to discuss Liz Cheney. You've got to hear this this interview on, on uh, you just it's so great it's so great and she explains everything that sucks next